0: Many people have no clue how their pension works, where to find it or even how to open one. Enter Pension a leading online pension provider that's on a mission to make pensions simple so that customers across the UK can save for a happy retirement. Pension B's website and app make it simple for customers to combine their old pension pots, contribute flexibly and withdraw their pension money all in one place. Download the app to get started or head to PensionBee.com for more information. Just remember that when investing, your capital is
1: at risk. I'm Emily Bellet and you're listening to The Wallet. In this mini-series, Banking Bad, we explore six true crime stories all about money. Today, I speak to Martha Lane Fox. She's best known for co-founding LastMinute.com during the dot-com boom of the early 2000s. She's the president of the British Chambers of Commerce, the UK's network and voice for UK and global businesses, chancellor of the Open University, and a member of the House of Lords. She also sits on the board of WeTransfer and Channel, is a trustee of the charity the Queen's Commonwealth Trust, and she has a CBE. In 1994, Martha graduates from university. She has no idea what she wants to do and falls into a strategy consulting company. It was focused on the media
0: and telecom sector, which meant I was learning about the internet as it was just emerging in
1: the consciousness of the business landscape. Here, she first met with her future business associate, Brent Habermann. He was always arranging everything at the
0: last minute he was always late and he had a lot of friends and had a lot of planning to do so every friday night i'd see him in the office calling loads of hotels booking loads of restaurants looking at
1: the papers to find out what was going on but with the emergence of the internet brent comes to martin and says i think there's a better way to do this and i think i was a bit skeptical when he first told me but watching him every weekend try and wrestle his private life I was slowly convinced that it was a good idea. So Morton and Brent sit down together whenever they have a spare minute and start putting them ideas, building a pitch deck, and writing a business plan.
0: What we supply are flights, hotels, package holidays, entertainment tickets, gifts, and restaurants. If you're a supplier, you should absolutely be involved in LastMinute.com.
1: LastMinute.com is an online travel and leisure store where consumers could book last-minute holiday deals from spare airline seats to hotel rooms and they take everything they have to investors.
0: No one wanted to invest. Everybody thought we were bonkers. We'd have conversations with people where they were saying, do you really think anyone will put their credit card details into a website?
1: No one wants to invest in an internet company. Investors did then believe people will use the internet to buy things.
0: And everywhere we did go said no. We got lucky. Finally, after about six months, somebody gave us the 600,000 pounds we were trying to raise to build the
1: first version of the website. Martha and Brent are making up a lot of this as they go. They're trying to figure out how customers can make purchases on their website and creating a kind of blueprint for how we do things online today.
0: It was held together with ropes and string, the original website. It was not a very smooth process. Then we did begin to see real momentum, especially when we started having incredible products like 99 pound flights to New York which just spread like wildfire and everyone was talking about our company and then we started getting attention in the media we got attention because we were unusual two young entrepreneurs i was a woman it was a kind of sexy product if you like she's also the face of this tech boom and then suddenly things went crazy another uk internet group eyeing in the market is lastminute.com
1: every company now in the uk should be thinking absolutely about the internet and
0: we would be walking down the street and people would recognize us or every single media outlet would want to talk to us and it was very very intense for a very strange period of time. Good evening and welcome to Question Time. Martha Lane Fox, co-founder
1: of Last Minute Dot.
0: I went on that question time a couple of times, both times it a slightly out of body experience.
1: of Join us now, Martha first of all, you have been phenomenal. the world wide web has created fabulous fortunes for some. 26 year old Martha has been building an internet company for only a year.
0: And there was this all frenzy about the company. Meanwhile, the company was growing, but we had a disproportionate um,
1: kind of brand recognition to the actual size of business that we were. That's partly due to people embracing the internet. Gone is the stigma behind investing in an internet company.
0: At eBworld.com, you know
1: you get the latest PC. Everyone wants a piece. It's officially the dot com boom.
0: As soon as I learned to type Amazon.com, I could get my way to uh, about 2,500,000 books, so it's remarkably easy.
1: Amazon and eBay launched in 1995, Google in 1996, Copans.com in 1998. Or without delay. You can do it During the late 90s and early 2000s dot com boom, a wave of internet startups emerged with the goal of changing the world. The mere addition of dot com to their names inflated their value, attracting eager investors. This era was marked by remarkable innovation, turning the digital landscape into a realm of boundless opportunities with an abundance of capital. And in March 2000, Marta floats LastMinute.com on the stock market.
0: Uh, It was tough. It was
1: really tough. In many ways, it was the most last minute thing we ever did. An IPO, or Initial Public Offering, is an important financial event for a company that is privately held. It goes public by offering shares to the general public. And it enables a company like LastMinute.com to raise capital, to raise money by selling a portion of its shares to public investors. The money can be used then for various purposes, such as expansions, making some acquisitions, research and development, uh, technology, paying off debt. But more importantly, an IPO provides liquidity to early investors, to those who invested in the company before the IPO, and employees who can sell their shares, while also enhancing a company's visibility and credibility in the financial market, potentially paving the way for further growth and acquisitions. Our valuation was insane. There was, there's no earthly way you could really justify that a company of our size was, was valued at nearly a billion dollars, right? But it was. Valuation is an estimate of how much a business or any asset is worth. Here, Martha talks about the market capitalization, which is the number of shares multiplied by the share price. The shares, placed originally at 380p, leaps to 511p in the first hour of trading, boosting the value of the company from a starting point of £571 million to £768 million. Despite modest revenues of only £400,000 in the fourth quarter of last year and losses in the millions, the company's shares were oversubscribed nearly 40 times, which means that the demand for shares in the IPO exceeds the number of shares available for purchase, which prompted lastminute.com to raise the initial price. And we were thrilled to have got 100 million pounds in cash to put the company in a really good state and make sure everybody's jobs survived and all of that. A week after Martha takes her company public on the stock market, the US tech bubble collapses. The battering that the company took, the very public battering
0: that the company took, was, was really tough.
1: It's described as nothing short of breathtaking, a points drop never before seen on the U.S. market. This closing bell might as well have been an alarm, so Savage was the selling. The tech bubble burst. A speculative frenzy in tech and Internet-related stocks gives way to a stock-related check. Investors who had driven the valuations of countless tech companies to unsustainable levels suddenly realized that many of these firms lacked a viable business model, let alone profits. Sorry, didn't you? It was down come <laughs> I, uh, day. Day yeah. Yeah, I know too many in a row. As confidence wanes, panic selling ensures resulting in a dramatic market correction. Many dot-com startups go out of business after burning through their venture capital and failing to become profitable. The fragile technology stocks even harder hit. The Nasdaq index in freefall down nearly 10%.
0: I personally was really vilified in the press. You know, we went from being the heroes of the hour to the villains and that had a big toll on people internally in the company. I didn't care. I mean, I cared, but it didn't matter for me because I was the founder and that's what you had to expect. But it mattered that people internally were now a bit ashamed of working at lastminute.com, that they were watching the share price all the time, that the share price went from £5.35 to 19p. So it was a very, very dramatic fall. And all we could do was just keep focused on the actual business, encourage people not to think too much
1: about what would be outside commentary, but just focus on what they could control internally in the business. Lastminute.com also has 135,000 individual shareholders, which is relatively large for quite a small company. And Martha finds herself the target of shareholder discontent, facing a barrage of emails and threads. I've got a lot yeah. of personal attention for being... The face of the dot-com bust and having been the face of the dot-com boom. And I got, you know, people writing horrible things to me. The decline in stock prices leads to a reduction in investors holding value, eroding confidence, and dampening expectations. It's all the things you would imagine. Suppliers getting a bit jittery. It's also important to note that a lower stock price has many impacts beyond just a lower market capitalization. It can limit financing options, lower employee morale, impacts MA. These mergers and acquisitions, potential and talent attraction, affect credit rating, influence public perception, increase vulnerability to hostile takeovers.
0: Cash is king. And we weren't making money in, uh, in the first iteration of our company, but we raised a ton. And we raised a ton of money when we um, went public. So many dot-com companies did not have enough cash, were not raising enough money. And even when they had enough money, then were ridiculous about how they spent it. We were very mean in some ways. Yes, we moved ourselves into a slightly nicer office. And yes, we sometimes had croissants on a Friday. But we weren't flying around in private jets, drinking
1: champagne and giving everybody massive pay rises. Companies are folding around matter. Many online shopping companies like beds.com, as well as several communications companies such as WorldCom, failed and shut down. But she keeps going, trying to search deals and products for our website and improving the technology as well as making acquisitions. We also um,
0: bought a lot of companies. That was how we distributed the cash from the flotation. So we bought a big company in France, Duc Bifetour. We bought several companies around Europe. I think we'd done about 14, 15 acquisitions by uh, the kind of three, four year time frame after the IPO.
1: In an interview from The Gentlewoman, Marta says that, without doubt, one of the worst days at LastMinute.com was when I had to make the whole customer service team redundant because we were going to outsource their role to India. In retrospect, that was probably a mistake. In 2004, after riding the dot-com bubble collapse, LastMinute.com is one of the few OG companies alive. You'd think Marta was making plans on how to take the company to greater and greater heights, but she wasn't. I thought,
0: I don't want lastminute.com to define my whole entire life. I wanted to do something different as well as have that incredible experience in my um, career. So I took the step that didn't need me so much anymore. She goes to brand and explains everything. And he has always been the most incredible and loyal, supportive friend. So
1: he was completely understood and could see why it was right time for me to move on. After talking to the board and making a public announcement, Martha is ready to start her new life. She's got all these plans about her future and what she's going to do next. And then six weeks later, I'd had a
0: catastrophic car accident and I was in hospital for two years. So I didn't go into my new life and career as I had been imagining. My whole life changed and has changed forever. But Brent, yeah. when I was in hospital... I mean, not completely because of being in hospital, but partly because things had changed. Um, It was the right time to sell the business and so had an offer. And um, I was only on the periphery of of that negotiation. Obviously, part of the decision because I was still a shareholder and part of the company. But I was also
1: very broken and high on morphine. So I wasn't making much sense in a deal acquisition moment. Just like that, it's all over. Lastminute.com is sold for £577 million in 2005. Martha is a millionaire. With around 7% of the shares, she earns about £13 million from the sale. I think
0: I'd be dead if I hadn't been able to make some money because I was able to afford to fly myself, or get somebody to fly me in a special plane from where I had the accident, to pay for extra nursing, to pay for extra care, all of the things that made it go from life
1: to death, to life situation. So, yeah, that was... um, both unfortunate and fortunate timing. The dot-com boom and collapse emphasize the importance of sound fundamentals and caution in investing as excessive speculation led to a market correction. Yes, we do need innovation and want to invest in growing companies, but it's also important to understand the level of risk we're willing to take with our own investments. This lesson apply to present the booms in cryptocurrencies, maybe AI, emerging technologies, underlying the need for a thorough evaluation, long-term perspective, and diversification to navigate potential bubbles and market fluctuations. I wanted to share some insights about investing that might help you make informed decisions, especially after listening to Martha and learning more about the dot-com bubble back in the 2000s. For me, the most important is to avoid the noise. Don't let the hype around a particular stock impact your judgment. Just because everyone's talking about it, it doesn't mean it's a smart investment. It's really easy to get caught up in the day-to-day stock market roller coaster, but try to focus on your long-term goals, in and usually. Remember that the stock market also can have its ups and downs, but history shows it tends to grow over the long term. So keep your eyes on on there, on the price, on the long term, and resist the temptation to make knee-jerk decisions. Spread your investments across different types of assets and industry. This is called diversification. And this way, if one sector or one company takes a hit, it won't sink your entire portfolio. If you still want to invest in a company, in a single stock, and remember that it's more risky than investing via funds, understand how it's valued and look at the main ratio, the company fundamentals. Does it have a solid business model? Is it making money? Investing in companies with a proven track record of generating revenue and profits can be a safer bet. When you do your research, try to understand how they make money, what sets them apart from competition, and what's happening in their industry. Assess how comfortable you are with risk. If you'll need the money in the next few years, it's wise to take on less risk. However, if you have a longer time horizon until you require the funds, maybe for you it's retirement in 20, 30 years time, you might consider a high risk, higher return investment profile. Emotions, these emotions, your behavior can lead to impulse investment choices that you can later regret. So try to keep your feelings in check and stick to your strategy. This is really hard, but you will done this by actually doing and by investing, by having some skin in the game. And finally, keep learning. The investment world evolves, so keep educating yourself, especially about investment principles. You don't need to check your investments every day. But once you have a plan, then you feel more confident about your own investment strategy. If you're not sure about where to invest, you can always talk to a financial advisor. And remember, this dot-com bubble was a big event, but it's just part of the whole investment story. So learning from past mistakes can help you make smarter investment choices for your future.